Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. The question is, what if they stop printing money? And there's some that would argue they aren't printing money, they're printing currency. Money is something that has value. Currency, under its current situation, doesn't. So what if they stop printing? Well, let's look at the effects of the printing of money over the past 20 years, and then maybe we can draw some conclusions. And then let's bring it into perspective by looking at our own situations and how we manage our debt relative to our income. So the first thing we want to do is let's look at a chart that shows us the growth of our debt compared to the growth of the S&P 500. As you can see, from 2000 through 2020, we have had a growth in our debt from $4 trillion to 26, but I just looked today and it's surpassed $27 trillion. And then you can see how it came in relative to the growth of the S&P 500. Uh, doubled between 2000 and 2008 to kind of give us a recovery from the dot-com bubble. Then went from $8 trillion to $18 trillion to give us a recovery from the subprime crisis. And then went from $18 trillion to $27 trillion, according to this morning. And more than likely, that will be $28 trillion or more by the end of the year because of the new stimulus package, while the S&P 500 continued to grow. Now, the thing that then struck me and I, and I, I, I wanted to see is, okay, well, what does that 27 trillion, soon to be 30 trillion, represent relative to the value, the market cap, of the S&P 500. Well, the current market cap of the S&P 500 is $23 trillion. So could you argue that basically the federal government here in the United States, and understand that there is money also coming in to the S&P 500 from other countries, basically financed Amazon, Google, Apple, Microsoft, they basically took the money and printed it and sent it to Jeff Bezos, Mark Zuckerberg pockets. And they basically financed their companies. Now, they channeled it through our hands. It never made it to our pockets, but they channeled it through our hands, but they built that, the, the, those companies. I, I, I just don't think you can argue any other way. Um, so I understand then when the, where the stark market is going, as long as the governments continue to print money, it's just obvious if they keep printing, the markets will continue to go up and the height of the markets going up is Cody contingent upon how much they print. If they print before the election, which is roughly 30 days, if they print 1.5 trillion, it'll go up so much. If they print 3 trillion, it'll go up even more. So 
that's where it's at. Now, then the next thing I wanted to do was figure out how does, how does our debt ratio to GDP compare to that of other countries? Well, the U.S. debt to GDP is 104%. So we have roughly $3 trillion in income tax coming in each year. And then we have, I think it's $3.8 trillion in interest payments on our $27 trillion worth of debt, soon to be $30 trillion. Compare that to China. China has a debt-to-GDP ratio of 50%. Japan, 269%. Germany, 78%. The UK, 101%. Greece, which we've all remember, they, they were about to close the doors on Greece a couple of years ago. Um, is 212%. And on the other end of the spectrum, believe it or not, is Russia at 20%. We need to look into that a little further and find out why that is. And Saudi Arabia at 16%. And I think we understand that. Saudi Arabia has just been making tons of money off of oil. I think that's soon to change. I think Saudi Arabia will join the rest of us at, at some higher numbers. So that's kind of, okay, as long as the governments keep printing money, the stock market will keep going up. The question then becomes, is this healthy and is it sustainable? I don't know. So what I wanted to do was bring it into the realm that I understand, and that is my world, my world of income to debt. And I remember that as I was incurring debt, buying houses, running up credit card bills, paying for college loans, uh, all of that sort of thing, that the, the number was that your debt, your interest payments should not be more than 28 to 33, high of 36%. So if I had $100,000 worth of income, I should not be paying more than $33,000 a year to pay off my debt, interest plus principal. So uh, that would include my mortgage, my credit card debt, my student loans, things of that nature. So that's a 33%, but wait a second. The United States government is at 104%. So what's the difference? Why do they get a three times the amount leeway? Well, I think part of the reason why the 30, 28 to 36% rule is, is I'm going to eventually die. So the lenders say, we project that your ability to pay down your debt over your life expectancy tells us you should not have at any time more than 36% of your income going to debt. Now, as your income goes up, <clears throat> the percentage stays the same, but the amount can go up. So if I'm, rather than making 100,000 and paying 33,000, if I'm making 200,000, I have a debt to income limit 
of 66,000. So that makes sense. Now, I also understand that the United States government, the Japanese government, the German government, the Russian government, Saudi Arabia, they aren't going to die. They're going to live on. How long? We don't know. We, we, we hope forever. But at the same token, can they continue at the pace they're going, increase this debt-to-income ratio? So if I go to the debt clock and I look at what the government's income is, and it's $3.06 trillion, and the government's interest payments are $3.84 trillion. That is 125%. That's the relevant number back to my household, your household. We should be at 36%. The government's at 125%. I, I kind of argue it really doesn't matter. Um, what I question, though, is it healthy? Is it healthy that we just continue to print money to finance a phony economy? Is Amazon really worth $3,000 a share if the government doesn't supply the money for me to buy books from Amazon, for me to buy my new printer from Amazon, for me to buy my camera from Amazon. If the government doesn't give me that money to make those purchases, what is Amazon really worth? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But I, I, I don't think it's $3,000 a share. I really don't. I think, I think at some point, someone is going to come in and say, this has got to stop. Now, we're seeing some of that currently as the democrats want to print another 3 trillion and and the republicans are saying no 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 only 1.5 trillion when is somebody going to say no no none what happens when they say no none i think the market just resets it crashes it goes down to Whatever it's whatever you will pay or send to Amazon, Apple, Google, Facebook, if you don't have the government subsidizing your income. I think the rich people will be okay, but I think I think the people who are poor are are just going to have to disappear. So I don't think it's going to happen. I just don't think it's going to happen. I think the government has to continue to print money. The question is how much. And then with that information, how do I manage my investment portfolio? The, the most money I've ever made in a year has been this year. And the reason I made right now about 50%, it was up to about 61%. The reason I made that so, so much money, because I was 100% cash 
on, on March the 23rd. So my inclination is to say, if I think this is going to explode or implode, I need to be at 100% cash on March the 23rd, 2021. Because that will give me, if in fact the market implodes, that will give me the opportunity to make another 50% on my money in 2021. If on the other hand, I stay fully invested and it implodes, I might be lucky to get back to even. Now, I'm an investor. I'm a long-term investor, and I believe everything that I read about the dot-com, or excuse me, the data, the artificial intelligence is going to drive our world. I believe that our world is going to be driven by some very technical-oriented companies of the future, and, and they are the people who have the data. I believe that. But I also believe there is a good possibility that much as I had an opportunity to go to cash on July of 2019 because I was concerned about the debt bubble, I believe there's a, and, and this is a decision that I want your help making. That's why I've built this tribe. I do not have enough intelligence and knowledge to make this decision on my own. So I need your help. And I need you, if you're an astute investor or if you've got a, a, some information on this, I need you to join bestofusinvestors.com. And, and when you join there, when you go here, you're going to give me your name and your email address, and then I'm going to send you a letter the next day that's going to give you a link to our Discord where you're going to share your knowledge with me and the rest of our tribe. And we're then going to collectively make this decision probably between now and the 1st of January as to what we need to do. Do we need to buy? Do we need to sell? Do we need to hold? Or do we need to go short? Or do we need to go all cash? I don't know if I'm brave enough to go short because I had such luck with what I did last year. So join the tribe. Come on. Share your knowledge. And, and I, 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 some of the things that you people are telling me that you have knowledge about that I didn't know is phenomenal. I'm not getting it from, from Motley Fool. I'm not getting it from Seeking Alpha. I'm getting it from you because you work in the industry that, that, that knows what's going to happen next in your industry. And if we put your mind and my mind and 50,000 other minds together, we can compete with that $3 million quantum computer and that Harvard graduate and that Wharton School College graduate that is running an algorithm that's beating the crap out of us when the market goes up and down. We can compete with them 
if we put our minds together. And that's what the tribe's all about. So join us and let's work through this. Let's work through this. Are they going to keep printing money? And if they are, what's the effect? And if they aren't, what's the effect? And what do we do? Okay, this is fun. This, this, has, this has put a whole new dynamic on investing because I feel I've got an advantage. Tune in tomorrow for the next episode.